see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. Pack Expo Connects launched November 9th with nearly 18,000 attendees engaging with more than 700 exhibitors to find solutions to critical packaging challenges. While industry participation exceeded expectations, unexpected technical issues on day one rendered the Pack Expo Connects live demonstration platform unusable. Despite exhibitor preparedness, they had to quickly change course and find alternative ways to share demonstrations. And they did just that. As a testament to the ingenuity of the industry, Pack Expo Connects exhibitors were remarkable in their ability to adapt and deliver demos for attendees looking to see technology in action. Exhibitors like today's guest, Dave Navin, President and CEO of Speedy, who was kind enough to walk us through Speedy's preparation for its first virtual event, how it adapted when they had to quickly change course, and what he and his team will do to remain engaged with customers who visit PackExpoConnects.com through March 31st, 2021. We hope that this discussion with Dave offers ideas and insights into how to increase engagement and expand your reach in this new virtual world. And now that we have all the introductions out of the way, uh, welcome to the podcast, Dave. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me. Now, obviously, it's it's been a you know bizarre year with with uh, the pandemic and things like that. Um, kind of bringing trade shows to a halt, or at least in person trade shows. Um, you've been to many of them and helped put together many of them for Speedy. Um, Pack Expo Connects was obviously a pivot from the traditional trade show. So, what did Speedy have to do? Or maybe you could walk us through kind of how you guys prepared ahead of time for the event. Speedy, you know, we took a look at this thing, you know, got the information from the media group and PMMI, and we realized we didn't have a lot of great content that we wanted to put out as part of Pack Expo Connect. So we started quite a while ago brainstorming, you know, how can we make this special? What might people want to see? And we realized that. Uh, probably the biggest thing we could bring to Pack Expo Connect were some implant videos from some of our customers. And so that took a long time. We started probably four or five months ago with the idea of, you know, what can we do to get customers engaged? And then we had to scramble right near the end to get final videos edited. So essentially we ended up with um, uh, two really great implant uh, videos with two of our customers, one Crest Food and the other one is um, Cheese Merchants out of Chicago. They uh, shoot machinery and talk to some of their folks and uh you know that was the cornerstone of what we presented at pack expo connect and um again it allowed people to see machinery in production as well as hear information from from customers not just the salespeople that they talk to every day very interesting so long term this could be kind of a good thing for you because now you guys have access to our capabilities that you might not have had previously 
Absolutely. Um, asking customers to, to talk to them was an interesting thing. We told them why. Um, you know, they're actually using some of the video that we shot as promotional items for, for their businesses. But um, again, we all know that people believe they have the greatest thing, uh, you know, internally, and they don't want to share. Uh, it turns out we've got some very willing customers to share and help promote what we do as well as what they do. So it worked out well for us. And this this content, not only those uh, two videos, but then the other other videos that we made more professionally, was was a big step up for Speedy as far as quality of of, of content. And um, now we're just working on ways to deliver that content. You know, clearly, the Pack Expo Connects website is one way. Um, we're working on our better social media strategy right now, as well as uh, you know what we've posted to our websites. But again, it comes down to number of touches and and uh, you know again just uh, branding ourselves as uh, and what we do and, and who we are and and um, you know we believe we were able to. Um, Get better content and, and have a you know, promote a you know, more positive image of Speedy and and uh, you know what we do. Very interesting. Well, as we know, with any new technology, things don't always work according to plan. I'm sure this was particularly frustrating for you as an exhibitor when the demo platform stopped working. Can you kind of walk us through how did Speedy adapt and what did you guys do to make it through the rest of the week and make it a successful event? Well, I think. As with anybody in the packaging industry, you know the one constant is change, and uh, whether it be technology or people or customers or expectations, and this is just another instance that we had to deal with. Um, getting ready for the show, we planned with COVID to have backups for backups in every position that we had. We put together a really big team to produce this thing, so we had uh, four different people in front of the cameras, but we had a team of uh, twelve people behind the cameras doing various things. We actually figured out a way to, to do multiple cameras uh, as, as many people did. But then uh, in asking the questions of our team, we, we send out an email to the entire speedy teams like, you know, who, who's done live streaming or broadcasting before? It turns out we have a gentleman in engineering who um, for a side job live streams video events for, uh, for gaming. And uh, we had another person who had knowledge of uh, Facebook live streaming from some stuff that, that they had done. And so we got this really great team of people pulled together early. And so when things went sideways quickly, a quick brainstorming session of, you know, what can we do? How can we make this successful? And, and the pivot was really easy because by chance, we had all these great skills on staff already that we didn't know about, you know, even three or four days earlier. So it really worked out well when it came to, okay, what do we do? How do we do it? And, you know, what was what the next best option here uh, when things didn't, didn't go the way they expected to go on the website? Interesting. And it's interesting that initially you, you went out to find ways to, to sort of rally together to how are we going to approach this virtual event to begin with? It, it's not something that we're used to doing. And then having done that, you guys were kind of prepared to adapt because everyone had already kind of pitched in and said, you know, all hands on deck. This is what I know how to do. This is what I know how to do. Is that something that you guys, you see it speedy a lot? Or is that just one of these cases where everything just sort of aligned? We're getting better at these types of things. We've added a lot of new people this this year and um, learning who these people are and what their skills are and what their interests are, both professionally and personally, is a, has been a big benefit for us here at Speedy. And, um, you know, again, it, it, this is just one instance where uh, asking the question of the people that you have, 
allowed us to be really adaptive for the PAC Expo Connect. But again, it's it's one of the things that in our culture we're trying to do more of with learning you know, what the outside interests are. You know, how do we take that and, and make the best of it for for Speedy, our customers, and and our team members. It's interesting. It makes it a more attractive workplace to know that people are able to invest into the company. Their talents and different things that beyond just maybe what they signed up for as an engineer or in packaging. Right. One of the things that we're working on right now is we'd love to be able to show more people our plant, but as with everybody else, we're trying to limit the number of extra people that come in the plant right now. One of our engineers uh, who uh, has done a lot of filming bought a little drone and asked if they could come in and fly it after hours and, and shoot some video of the plant. And, uh, you know, we're going to probably use some of that just him, him asking for a place to fly his drone when the weather was inclement out. Uh, we'll turn into an opportunity to show more people from the outside speedy and uh, you know, lets them grow a little bit with their their hobby. But uh, it turns out that there's a great business purpose to it also. That's that's really interesting. So then I guess all in all, you know, how did Pack Expo Connects work out for you? Was it a successful event for Speedy? Because, you know, we're going to keep all this stuff online to kind of continue engagement through March 31st, 2021. How did the initial launch of the event go? And how are you going to kind of keep that going and that momentum going through March? And to be candid, the, the very first time slot on the first day, that one didn't go so well. The team on the back end, uh, we were fortunate to be an, an hour later. We had a very successful one. We had um, a, a lot of people attended. I think it was you know 30 or 40 people actually got in. And I don't know how many stayed till the end, but we actually were able to stream and we were able to watch it live within our company uh, through the whole presentation period. So that one went extremely well. And then the feedback we got from that, we got a ton of questions from that one. So, you know, hoping that the, the platform was, was able to work the next day, which it wasn't, we pivoted to Facebook Live. We had several sessions over the next two days. Um, a couple of them were very well attended. Again, it was the message that we were trying to convey. Those were very well attended when they were their customer-based. The product-based ones were a little less well attended because... Uh, I don't think our, our headline on the, the material was as, as uh, attractive, mm -hmm. um, but we did have attendees show up for all of our other ones on Facebook Live. We were able to capture their names uh, when they asked questions. Uh, we encouraged questions. We had uh, two moderators in each of the each of the sessions on Facebook Live, uh, prompting for questions. So we got we got you know anywhere from a half dozen to two dozen questions in each of the sessions, and it allowed us to capture people who had genuine interest. We matched it back with the list that came out of the back end of the system and you know reached out to those people who actively engaged us and then um you know like any other trade show we, we got a, a great list of people we don't have the notes like we have at a normal trade show for most of them you know i'm interested in in this product and to fill up these particular things but you know nonetheless we've got the name we're approaching it just as we always would we've got uh, some electronic media going out we've got uh, some letters going out and then our sales team's got some some new contacts to work with so again not what any of us wanted but we were able to um, have names to work and uh, people to contact and uh, some great media that came out of the back end that we can use um, going forward terrific so again the, the platform's going to stay there your virtual showroom will will be there through March. So if I'm a, a potential customer and I'm, you know, poking around on this, uh, basically what, the way I'm looking at it is it's kind of like a one-stop shop. If it has all these exhibitors and suppliers are all in one place, if I'm a person looking for solutions, I go through there, I find, you know, Speedy. How are you guys going to follow up or handle that? Or is, is what's the plan in place for something like that? 
We're still learning a little bit about that. We've posted all of our presentations out there live um, for people to look at. And uh, we believe we're going to continue to get leads out of the platform. And we're, we're still working that part of it uh, out. But we continue to follow it. We've got people logged in on a regular basis. I wouldn't say 100% of the time to to chat with people. But it's another touch point for us. So again, um, you know, our focus is to try to get people to talk to people in the end because we, we think the package industry requires that that personal touch if you will but you need you need the media part of it and you need the um, the digital part of it and uh, the pack expo connect website is is a great place for someone who may not have known speedy to uh, to come across us and to engage with us there and uh, we have plenty of good content up for them to see uh, you know ultimately we're, we're looking to have a conversation and, and a visit in person with with uh, anybody that we can uh, through the platform I mean it's not the same but the idea is kind of similar to an in-person trade show where a person who like you said isn't familiar with speed he's walking around the trade floor kind of doesn't know what they're looking for or doesn't know what they're either way you know stumbles upon your product that is something they want realize it can solve their solution and you guys have a match there it's it's kind of the same idea being played out but in a virtual world Absolutely. There's a little more time for each person to uh, to do the shopping or attend the trade show. I think I think there's a lot of things we can learn from this. I'm not sure what they all are today, but uh, again, it's made us better already when it comes to uh, the content that we've been able to produce at a, at a fairly reasonable price. And then again, another way to touch people and, and using Pima Myers resources to, uh, to extend our reach a bit is has been very good for us. And again, it's just it's one more spot that um, you know, someone who doesn't know Speedy can find us and um, engage with us. That's terrific. And, and I like that it has brought another way to um, for you guys to present yourselves. Like you said, you might not have been completely up to speed on this previously, but now you know these things and you can do these things um, via video and, and present them on your websites and, and through this. Yeah, and, and again, some of the tools that we developed to do multiple cameras, you know, we had heard people doing it. It forced us to figure that out. It's already made virtual FAT this week go more smoothly. I mean, a couple people were able to come in from the customer. So again, albeit painful and probably more work than a traditional trade show for us, at least, you know, the outcome was we, we learned something new and we hope we don't have to use this pure virtual trade show ever again. But um, I think there are things that we've gotten better with already. And I think there's things we're going to continue to evaluate and learn and take advantage of uh, going forward into 2021 and beyond. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time out of the day. Um, I know you guys are extremely busy um, for taking a couple minutes to talk to us about the show, Dave. Great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to talk with you always. And uh, again, um, we think that uh, there's great opportunity here for for all of us to take advantage of and and, and learn from and, and keep growing. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.